0: I know what you can sing, Nathan. What? Do
1: do do do
2: do do do
0: it's like wow You recognize that music, Mariah? What that? Do you recognize that tune?
2: Was that Ghostbusters? no um, it was supposed to be the halloween town theme oh you know it's literally been well over a decade since i watched any of those movies i was just thinking i needed to revisit them soon you do i was just
0: watching it on disney plus before i did
2: watch rose red with kimberly j brown in it so like i <gasps> feel like i watched like the i don't know the universe
0: yeah. that's, of like a
2: deep,
1: that's a deep cut yeah, yeah
2: i'm a stephen king early, so yeah that's what's
0: up Speaking of like... And also Melanie
2: Linsky, like... (gasps)
0: Melanie, my mother.
2: Every time you do the New Zealand accent, I I pretend that you're doing a Melanie Linsky (laughs) impression.
1: I basically, honestly, that
0: is where I get like... Real. Okay, I knew
2: it. I picked (laughs) up on that, you know? You
0: know what I just realized I need you to do and I've never wanted anything more? What? I want us to watch Sweet Home Alabama and every time she has a line... I want you to say it in the New Zealand accent. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> because her southern in accent that. in
0: that movie is gold.
2: She's mother. She's in everything. I Can I, Meg, did I tell you about my, like, world being rocked when I found out that she was a Kiwi?
0: Yes. We talked about that.
2: <laughs> I was, like, in a state of shook. shock for, like, weeks.
0: <laughs> I was shook. <laughs> like, I was shocked at that.
3: Oh, like um, anyway.
0: My... Who are you? Hi. Hi. Yeah. Wait. Who
1: is this? I'm so scared. Who is that?
0: I don't know. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Um, I'm Mariah. I am Meg's friend and hairstylist friend first sorry i was dr peppering (laughs) i mean if we're being specific no not really friend first because i met you in my chair but i met
0: like is more important yes priority friend she's like Um, actually
1: no i would consider you a client first and then friend
0: (laughs) Cool. cool.
2: <laughs> no. You are my friending it. I still have your son's birthday present. No, you gave
0: it to me. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. You just told me you had it. I told it. you I had it.
2: I was parked too far away to give it to you. I'm just gonna put it in your mailbox one day and then you'll just know. That's
3: how you'll funny. know what was for me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Mariah has been referenced on this podcast before several I have. times. I have. Well, it's I was been so a matter it. of time.
2: <laughs> I was like, you know, giggling and kicking my feet when I heard you guys. <laughs> that, that was exciting. And now she is joining us now for an is. episode. Is this it the one is. that comes out on your birthday? It is.
0: Yeah, yes. I think if it comes out
2: on the 27th. And yes, yes,
0: yes, it's my birthday episode. So if you get on the Instagram because she always comments on our posts because she's a real one, and she's happy birthday.
1: It's true. <laughs> true. So no loyal. one can ever
0: say I ain't loyal, you know?
1: No, nope. she's probably our number one fan, like, genuinely. Real, real.
2: <laughs> she's our manager. It's
1: fine. Yeah. It She'll be put on the payroll here soon.
2: I'll be your social media manager. I love the
0: payroll.
2: I mean, okay, so, like, I already talk at you guys in my car when I listen. So, in my heart, I've been a co-host this entire time. I
0: love that. Yes. I love that. <laughs> And you get to join us for a very special episode, because we're doing something a little different tonight. Or today, whatever time it is that you're listening to this.
2: <laughs> well, what are we doing? Tell the people. Nathan. So,
1: we we girlies here today, we are going to be reading some little scary, spooky, ookie little stories for you guys. Um, so... I'm not going to lie, this was my idea and I got the inspiration from one of my favorite podcasts called Two Hot Takes, which is basically where they just like read a bunch of Reddit stories and then like provide commentary on them and it's literally my favorite podcast ever and i was like let's do a two hot takes ass episode but with scary stories and so (laughs) that way if anybody is like oh i don't want to listen to this because i haven't seen that movie well guess what bitch now it's not a movie it's us reading so now you (laughs) have to listen
2: and can i say something to those people Yes. yes um Stop because there's been so many things that you guys have done that I haven't seen, but now I feel like I have seen them because I've heard you guys describe it. You know, like, that's what literally I tell say
1: what happens in the yeah. movie, exactly.
2: Like, and you know, I have a rich inner world, I can see it happening as you guys a are
3: describing a rich it. Inner yes. world.
2: <laughs> I'm poor, but I have a rich inner world. <laughs> when, when I read, you know, I see images in my brain, so like. Yes,
0: yeah yeah sorry i can hear my child
1: <laughs> oh milo i know um, wait so even though we're not talking about a horror movie in this episode mariah i'd love to pick your brain yes. about what you think about horror movies so tell us like your relationship with horror movies like what's your favorite yada yada
3: you know oh, the I'm be happy
2: okay um so I would say that like my intro to horror in general happened when I was way too young for it to be happening. Um yeah. When I was like two, we lived with my aunt Nancy, and she would have me watch Tales from the Crypt and like The Twilight Zone <gasps> with her. And she's also like a huge Stephen King fan. So like I was reading
0: Pet Cemetery in like second grade. Like <laughs> Mariah, I have to interrupt you because this is something I don't think I've ever told Nathan before. What Nathan, you need to assume that Mariah and I lived the exact same life.
2: Oh, oh my God, yes, yes. So Meg and I are the same person to the. Like point where like I've had tears in my eyes because I was so freaked out by our similarities, (laughs)
0: like the Um, aunt that she just described. Who is that?
1: Yeah, our aunt.
2: (laughs) True.
0: (laughs) Like and then okay, even down to the fact that I grew up on a private
2: drive. Yes.
3: (gasps) Oh my god! Literally,
2: that's the one that gave me tears in my eyes. Like (laughs) I mentioned it offhandedly at an appointment, and Meg was like, "Wait, me too," and I was like, "Shut the fuck up."
0: I was like, you did not. Are you snatching? We really? have had That's so like, many moments. It's weird. It's really creepy. Yeah,
1: because honestly, no one talks about how growing up on a private drive is like kind of like its own little world. It really
2: is. And like, I also like when I say a private drive, like it sounds so like rich and affluent and it's like it's not. Uh, it's like a <laughs> legal lane, dirt road in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Literally. But like my dad had to plow because the state wouldn't <laughs> do it. <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> do you see what I mean? It's so weird. It's new so stature
1: just dropped. New New, new, new,
2: new lore. New lore, <laughs> lore. Lore reveal instead of reveal. <laughs> okay. okay. But anyway, so okay, my auntie and very... like got me into horror and stuff. Um, Nathan, you're going to really appreciate this. My My favorite horror franchise, I would say... It's tied, but I love Scream and I would love to Scream it sometime because I could literally go on for hours and hours about it. And actually, yesterday, or no, Sunday, Tim and I got to see the original Scream in theaters when we were divorced. It was paying for $6 a ticket at this tiny ass historic theater in freaking middle of nowhere, Michigan. And I was like, yes, because I've never been able to experience the original scream in theaters. So I was like, yeah. We're there.
1: Oh my so, God. Um, and then
2: I also really love final destination. I could talk about the final destination movies forever. I made to watch them my boyfriend, um, over the summer. And I was like explaining all the little like Easter eggs and details and stuff to him. And yeah. So
1: which one's your favorite
2: of final destination. Yeah. Third. Yes! I was hoping you would say that. Oh, it is for sure. My cousin Richard and I literally rewatched it so much growing up. Like every time we hung out, we put it on because we love Alex Johnson. And yeah. it's just I it's hands down my favorite.
1: Yeah, okay. I knew you were a real one.
2: I am a real one. And then my favorite Scream movie is the fourth one. Oh my God. No, because
1: <laughs> Sister Reveals, <laughs> Sister Just Dropped.
2: Meg said that we would get along. She said no. that. Yeah. And, yeah, I no she's always said for this that to me since we started this. She podcast. really has. I think before you guys even had the podcast she's like you need to meet my brother. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: because we're soul sisters.
2: Really. Like real. But yeah, scream Four, my favorite final destination 3, my favorite all about it. Love it.
1: Oh my god. Yes. This is such a You will be day. back. Mara. You will be back. Yeah. You will be back
2: hope so, because I will make your guys a podcast three hours long if I get to talk about either of those things.
1: <laughs> yes. No, everyone needs to prepare for Scream because it'll just be Mariah and I speaking for nine hours. On we,
2: have,
0: we have a PhD in Screamology. <laughs> you no, know, we really do. We do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have
0: plans for this. <laughs> we
1: do. We do.
0: And it's going to be good. It will. I, I believe in it. And I know we're also going to do Final Destination
2: at some point. I yeah. literally I, – I introduced my best friend Rachel to them too because she was kind of writing it off as, like, torture porny, which, like, yes, but, like, in a campy you know. way. Yes. Yeah, but better.
1: Um, it's, yes. like, not – it's not in this way that, like – Others are, you know, because it's it's like like, a
2: funny, campy, like Rube Goldberg machine of death. And like, I love it.
1: (laughs) Yes. Because it's like, why is someone dying from like a rock going into a lawnmower, you know?
0: Things. Or in a tanning bed, <laughs> the tanning yeah, um, bed, yeah. Like, it's or just on like, a roller coaster.
2: There are nine hundred things that need to go wrong in order for this to kill someone, and all of them did.
1: <laughs> and it's uh, j- the best thing is like the sequence of events, like before the death, where it's like everything is falling into place, yeah. like, like <laughs> with like music, like scary music, as like a sh- like a straightener like boils
2: a can yeah. of hair or The misdirection where you're like in an anxiety mode for so long, anticipating someone dying from something, and then it ends up not being that. And then it's just yes. like a swift something else that you were not expecting. Like,
1: exactly. It. Exactly. It's so good.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so that was like, I guess, you know, my intro to horror was I always say my Aunt Nancy um, read a lot of Stephen King books when I probably shouldn't have been reading them. Uh, when I was in elementary school, I read through every Goosebumps book and then the librarian started giving me Fear Street ones and then oh, it yes. kind of evolved from
0: there.
1: Love. Oh,
0: so good. Yeah. So good. Did you ever read any of the uh, Chris, oh my God, what was his name? Christopher Pike. Yes. Yeah, I have a couple of them actually oh, that I I've gotten like ton. from thrift stores or garage sales. Oh, my mom like bought bought this trunk from a garage sale and she's like, and it had all these books in it. And I was like eight, and little did my mother know that they were all like fucking Christopher Pike books that were talking about like murdered yes. teenagers. Yeah, I feel like those were like the Fear Street books, but not Fear Street. You know, I agree. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, scary stories. Full circle. Exactly. You're, you're so that. right. I wasn't even trying to do that, but like,
2: <laughs> look at me.
1: That's a segue. Such a good segue. It truly, truly is. Okay, so here's the deal on these scary stories. Only the person reading them knows what is going to (laughs) happen and what they are. So, like, any reactions you're going to hear, they're candid and they're hashtag real, okay? (laughs) So, yeah, girl. I don't know why I said, yeah, girl. Why Um, not? not? (laughs) Okay, yeah, exactly. But, uh, so, we're going to do it on, like, an alternating basis, like... Megan's going to read one and then I'm going to read one and then Megan's going to read one and then I'm going to read one and then Mariah's going to tell us some real life shit <laughs> <laughs> which is going to be like ooh lorereveal so, lorereveal.com <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Okay, so should we jump into it, Megan? Or are you do you want to do your first story?
0: Um I can probably do my first story. I'm trying to decide which one i want to do first
1: what are your wait tell us the titles and let mariah and i
0: pick oh that's a good idea um so one is called don't let them in okay and the other is called a story to scare my son
1: oh those are good i'm low-key leaning don't let them in
0: okay yeah we'll go with that one then okay here we go. So I found this. It was a creepy pasta. Just a little background. It was a creepy pasta. Um, on Creepy Pasta, it's rated nine point zero seven out of ten.
3: Oh damn!
0: So Weird. here we go. Addiction took our mother slowly, rocked her through it, and sung her to sleep. Sunk deep, deep into the mattress on her bed. When her back teeth fell out, she left them on the side of the bathtub. I was seven, and I kept them in a matchbox. The missing pieces of her kept safe so that she wouldn't be lost forever, so that maybe one day we could put her back together. Our house fell around us, and we tried our best to raise ourselves. The ceilings had water damage, the bottom stairs had dry rot, and in the winters, the radiators bled rust. But it was still our house, and Annie made it a home. My sister Annie mothered me with lopsided Band-Aids on bruised knees and lukewarm microwave meals. She told me ghost stories and didn't mind when I crawled into her bed later on, too scared to sleep alone. She taught me to dance barefoot on the living room carpet, music channel in full volume on the TV, shaking our pre-adolescent hips. She let me shower first so I could enjoy the hot water and never complained when she had to make do with the cold. Brushed my hair every day before school, even when I screamed and hit her when she caught the tangles. Annie was dark haired like her father, whoever he had been, but I was blonde. Annie was desperate to be blonde too, like Marilyn Monroe, like mom. I think she thought it would make them closer, remind momless of her dad. I'd give anything for her to have her hands in my hair one more time, even if they're hurt. She moved to New York when I turned 18 and never came back. I still dream about her sometimes. Keeping up with our mother was impossible, and we learned from a young age that we would always be left behind. It didn't make it any easier. When she was drinking light, she was radiant and would wake us up at 3 a.m. with pancakes dripping in cherry syrup. Sometimes when the weather was right and she'd had enough being drunk alone, she would call our school up and tell them we had both come down with summer sickness and we'd drive to the beach instead. I remember being nine years old in the backseat of the car coming home after one of our ocean days, sucking the salt from my fingers. Annie had just dyed her hair blonde, her best friend Jane helping her bend over our kitchen sink. From behind, I couldn't tell who was the mother and who was the daughter, radio up and windows down, blowing the sky inside. It was the worst when mom drank too much. She'd laugh too loudly and too long at anything and everything until her mouth started to shake and she began to cry into her cereal at the breakfast table annie shut down when mom was like this going deep inside herself where no one could hurt her she'd stay up until the morning watching old black and white movies on tv whispering the lines she knew by heart like prayers sorry i'm getting over the exposition stuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i've been sitting i've been sitting here with my mic muted and anytime you'd say anything i'm like oh shit i
0: know i'm sitting <laughs> like <"Aw>, oh <laughs> I, you like, need to not be muted. Oh, I
1: didn't know if, like, that was the vibe or not. Okay. No. Well, like, I, like, considered, like, starting to take notes like we would do for a movie. <laughs> but then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But, okay. <laughs> now I'll start I'll start uh, adding in some commentary. <laughs> okay. <though. was>
0: <laughs> i'm like damn do they hate this no. no because
1: because there was a few times where you would like pause and i was like oh sh- should i speak and then you would start going again and i was like oh shit okay never mind I the
2: drama.
0: all right i'm gonna start where the scary story starts okay, okay. but you have a little exposition okay. you have the author her older sister and the mom
1: wait really quick before you do can i just say annie's kind of fake as fuck for going to new york and never coming back i know no because
2: like, i am like i'm getting fiona gallagher vibes you know exactly. like, her siblings so she's like i'm done i'm out of here
0: i mean you'll understand okay
1: oh, okay oh, okay shit okay yeah go yeah. ahead
0: foreshadowing okay <laughs> It was October and I was 13, Annie 16. It was a Wednesday night and mom had been gone for two days. She'd called us that morning from a payphone, voice slurring, telling us she was having the best time with all her new friends and that she hoped we were doing fine. When she asked me if I was having a good birthday, I hung up on her. My birthday (laughs) had been the day before. (laughs) Annie had given me a pile of presents, strawberry lip gloss, and glittery nail polishes. I didn't ask where she'd gotten the money for them. I didn't care. We'd taken the bus to the beach with Jane and ate the birthday cake she'd made for me, sand getting in the frosting. It tasted like sweetness in the sea, and I savored every bite and scrape of sugar against my teeth. They watched the sun go down. I blew out my candles, wishing over and over that mom wouldn't come home, that she'd stay gone this time.
1: Ooh, no. Be careful what you wish for, little girl.
0: (laughs) But that Wednesday night, Annie and I weren't speaking. Anger hung hung heavy between us, seeping through the floorboards. It began when she tripped at the bottom of the stairs. We'd both laughed, Annie throwing her head back, the gap between her front teeth catching the light. When i bent to pick her up, I felt her breath warm against the freckles on my cheeks, I let go of her arms and she fell again, hitting the floor and grinning, shaking her hair from her face. Her breath was heavy with whiskey. I couldn't start picking her up too. Couldn't watch her fall again and again. Just like mom, I knew she'd never get back up. Um. I'd stared down at her, blonde hair hanging over her eyes, and all I could see was our mother. Then I was running, feet slamming the hallway like heartbeats turned loose. I'd run for the kitchen and tipped every bo- bottle we had down the sink, shoving Annie back as she fought to stop me, catching liquor on her fingers as it fell. She grabbed my shoulders and made me drop the very last bottle. It smashed between us on the floor, glass shards shining like we dragged the stars out of the sky and broken them, like pieces we could never put back. Okay, writing.
1: I know. Like, <laughs> this is like fucking poetry. Even like the first, like, the first sentence of this story, I was like, damn, okay, bitch. What I know, right? Writing. <laughs>
0: um i cried then watching my sister on her knees picking up the pieces that was annie always trying to fix things even when it was too late um we were they had dinner i'm gonna i'm gonna paraphrase really quick
1: (laughs) i know i'm like wait is this like a coming of age story about sisters battling addiction (laughs) like this is lifetime
0: okay here we go We were washing the dishes when we first heard it. A moth was crawling down the inside of the pane and I cracked the window to let it out into the dark. From the backyard came a faint sound. I tilted my head to listen as it was coming from far off, crying. I figured it was Mika, the two-year-old next door, having a tantrum loud enough for us to catch or maybe even Lucky Strike, the cat that belonged to the junkies down the street, begging for food like he sometimes did. I always wanted to feed him when he came around, winding over my ankles, but Annie always stopped me, saying, once you started giving, they never stopped taking. Looking back, I don't think she was talking about the cat.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like, ev- at every turn, there's something like, deep as shit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little twist of the knife in there.
1: No, literally. It's like, something that's like, oh, that sounds poetic, and then they say something that makes you be like, yeah,
0: it's it shattering. is poetic. <laughs> Um they went outside and they were like looking at the stars and that's what was happening. The sound of wailing interrupted us. It was closer this time and definitely human. We turned to one another in confusion. Annie shrugged and I squinted into the black. It sounded like a baby, lost, tired, and alone. Yeah. It must be Mika, I said, slowly getting to my feet. Maybe he walked around the back. Do you want to call Connie and tell her we're we'll bring him over? Um reply. I do not trust
2: anything mimicking a baby cry. No, I'm just gonna throw yeah. that out.
1: <laughs> no, true. Any bitch that <laughs> likes to do police. that is sinister.
2: Thank yeah. you. I'm like just thinking of like you know the like Appalachia little oh yeah skin one.
3: yeah yeah
0: yep yep. Um. Da, 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 da. I stepped off the porch, grass soft against my heels. The air smelled like it might rain, fresh and clean and growing, a promise unfulfilled.
1: Like, all right. <laughs> what the rain promise you, girl?
0: Let fall down. True, <Okay>. Hillary Duff. <laughs> M, um, Annie's voice was strained. I turned to her with a smile. It died on my face when I saw the look on her own. M, um, get inside now. She was staring out into the dark past me and opening the door with one hand behind her, fingers fumbling on the latch. I froze barefoot in the dirt. I'd glimpsed what she was looking at. In the bushes by the back fence, someone was crouching with their knees up neatly under his chin and his arms wrapped around his legs.
1: Uh -uh. Ew, I didn't want it to be a person. I'd rather it be a creature. (laughs) I
0: mean, we still don't know. Yeah, you're right. His mouth was agape, softly opening and closing as he cried, uh, like what? a child lost in the dark. Uh-uh. No, not like a child, more like someone pretending, mimicking the sound under cover of darkness.
2: Mm-hmm. Suddenly,
0: they straightened their back, snapping upright, face uh. still obscured by shadow. Nah. They were tall and slim, extraordinarily thin by human standards.
2: Okay, skinny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Panic made me move, carried forward by animal instincts left over from a time when people still lived in nature. I was faster than Annie, dragging her inside and slamming the door behind us, hearing it bounce on its hinges as I locked it. We watched as the person slowly approached the house with long, deliberate strides. Annie reached for my hand, holding me tight, and turned me to face her, holding my shoulders. Don't turn around, Emmy. Don't turn around. Instinctively, I started to look over my shoulder into the gloom. Annie grabbed my face hard and shook her head. I knew then she was serious. I'm her voice cracked and she cleared her throat, gripping my hand tight enough to hurt, nails digging in, grounding herself. I looked at our interlocked fingers, both of us born of the same bones.
1: Okay, like, that was random. Right? (laughs) Like, that didn't need to be there. We're in the scary part now.
2: Yeah, but, like, (laughs) she's just, you know,
0: waxing poetically about them being siblings (laughs) and their bond, you
1: know? True, true.
0: I'm going to call the cops, and everything is going to be... Her voice faltered, stuttering. Tears spilled over her lashes. Annie never cried. Your phone's on the porch, she whispered, and bile crawled its way up my throat. Her phone was upstairs, charging. A soft tap-tap-tapping filled the silence. Annie turned wide-eyed to the window. It was the sound of someone's forehead slowly and repeatedly bumping against the glass. Nah. Then the blows accelerated, gaining in both speed and strength, skin meeting glass until they were slamming into the window hard enough to shake the panes. No, I would have been upstairs already, actually.
1: Yeah, I would a be dead later, already. I'd be like, let stopped. me die first. <laughs> You're like, I'm
0: actually going to eat myself out of this. No, literally. <laughs> a moment later, the tapping stopped, and I was about to ask Annie if I could look now, when she screamed, followed by the sound of cracking glass and a tremendous crash. Nah. Whoever was in our yard had just smashed their face hard enough into the window to shatter it. Absolutely <laughs> <not>. <laughs> We ran up the stairs two steps at a time, skipping the rotted ones out of habit. I turned to look behind me once, and Annie yanked my face back before I could see. The sound of glass breaking echoed behind us as we made it to the bathroom and locked the door. A weak, mewling cry like that of an infant calling for its mother filled the hallway, trapped between the walls and entryways.
2: Why did they not lock themselves in the room with the phone?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great question <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Annie threw her back against the door feet jammed up against the bathtub clutching a knife she had grabbed from the kitchen I joined her shoulder to shoulder and did the same slow footsteps started on the stairs calculated and casual the crying took on a mocking quality resembling laughter arriving Ew. in short shrill bursts of sound followed by high pitched giggling and then silence only to start again a moment later The first door on the upstairs floor was my bedroom and we heard the distinct sound of it slamming open. They were looking for us.
1: (laughs) Ew, ew, ew. I don't like that.
0: Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Screaming, crying, throwing up. Literally. (sighs) I watched my sister pick herself up off the floor and brace her hands on the door as we heard the sound of a second door slamming open. Mom's room. The next room on the hallway was the bathroom. Annie pulled me to my feet and handed me the knife. I shook my head and pushed it back to her, terrified of what would happen if I had to use it. Annie shoved me and pressed the knife into my hands, thumb pressing hard enough along the edge to draw blood. I watched a winding road of crimson rivulets cascading down her wrist. In spite of the pain, Annie continued pushing the blade into my hands. Finally, I took it from her. Something slammed against the wall that mom's room shared with the bathroom. A high-pitched howl followed.
2: No. I
0: held my breath and felt my heart beating frantically in the base of my throat. I'm going to get the phone from my room, my sister said. I shook my head dramatically in protest. Absolutely not. (laughs) Before I could say a word, Annie clamped a hand over my mouth. I could taste the blood on her hand, salty and sweet, like birthday cake by the ocean. Damn. okay like
1: (laughs) I'm sorry every time it draws me in (laughs) she says some shit like blood (laughs) is thicker than water but both are liquid (laughs)
0: that's gonna be our first piece of merch
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's just like every time I'm about to get scared she throws some shit like that in and I'm like okay (laughs) okay (laughs) oh god
0: okay yes i'm gonna get the phone and i'm going to call the cops we're going to be okay i shook my head again it's the only way annie insisted when i go i need you to lock the door and i don't want you to open it for anything or anyone not for me not for anyone promise me i shook my head and annie pressed her hand against my mouth pushing my teeth against my lips promise me em something smashed in the room next door annie brushed the hair from my face and gently tucked it behind my ear promise she mouthed and i unlocked the door as slowly as possible the bolt scraping gently i watched the curve of her shoulder disappear into the darkened hall like the moon in eclipse and then she was gone i couldn't sorry i just burped Gee. <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't move or breathe for a second and then i slammed the bolt shut just as something bounced off the outside of the door a high-pitched scream ensued followed by the handle rattling up and down Mm-mm. hard enough to pop a screw loose I watched it roll toward me on the tiles and then everything went still. I sat with my back to the door holding the knife and wishing I was holding Annie's hand instead. The silence continued. For a moment, the only sound was that of my breath slowly filling the room. A voice broke the illusion of solitude. M, a familiar voice came through the door. That is not. (laughs) What? No, No, don't apologize. It's
1: not whoever it claims to be.
0: (laughs) Not real. (laughs) Startled, I gripped the knife even more firmly than before. Honey, what's going on? Mom? My voice cracked? No. Mom, is that you?
1: No, it's not.
0: I wrapped my arms around myself to keep from shaking. Sweetie, it's okay. Just open the door. It's okay. Just let me in. The handle rattled again, gentler this time. Just let me in. It's all okay. She banged impatiently on the door, and I took my handle off the bolt. Honey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I missed your birthday. I'm sorry I'm such a terrible mother. Please. Her voice broke and she started to cry. Just let me in, baby. I'm so sorry. I screwed my eyes shut. She sounded so sad and so lost. My sister's voice came through the door, warm and gentle. Yeah, Emily, let us in. It's all okay. No. Us? My (laughs) (laughs) My hand froze on the bolt and I tightened my grip on my weapon. Annie never called me by my full name.
1: Exactly. And I knew. And I knew. As soon as you said, yeah, Emily, I was like, Annie doesn't fucking call her that.
0: (laughs) A hand banged on the door, handle rattling. Emily, let us in. Annie's voice became low and guttural, followed by the same shrill giggles from before. Ew. Mom spoke now, pleading and crying, her voice growing louder and louder. Let us in. Let us in. Let us in. She shouted over and over again, punctuated by her fists on the door. I thought about bedtime stories and all the demons and monsters we pray never crawl out from under our beds. (laughs) That's not my sister and you're not my mother. I screamed through the door, hands over my head. I climbed into the bathtub, curled into the fetal position and clutched the knife to my chest. I didn't know what it was outside that door, but I knew it wasn't Annie. It wasn't the voice that scolded me whenever I changed the TV channel. The one that sang me happy birthday. The one that told me I was smart, even when I got bad grades, it wasn't human. Bangs and yells came from downstairs, followed by the footsteps of people running a low guttural howl ripped through the house, filling the room until I felt like I was drowning in the sound. And then the door was kicked in. I screamed, covered my eyes and waited to die.
1: Oh, God.
0: A moment later, arms found me, lifted me from the tub, and carried me from the room. I looked at the outside of the door as I was taken downstairs. Its exterior was covered in long, scraping claw marks stretching to the floor. The hallway was covered in the soft, downy remains of torn-up pillows, making it appear as if it had snowed indoors. What? I watched the tiny feathers (laughs) drift slowly as men in uniforms Mm -hmm. checked each of the rooms that looked like they had been ripped apart by something feral. Outside, police cars and an ambulance waited in our driveway, and there in the middle of it all was Annie, bathed in blue and red light and glowing in the dark like a neon angel. Muffled screaming came from the ambulance, which rocked occasionally. Annie gently turned my head away. I understood. It turns out there was no demon, no wild animal or bad man or bad man were trying to break in. It was just mom, out of her mind on booze, drugs, and everything in between, coming to the end of a week-long binge. Something had finally broken inside her head and this time we couldn't put her back together no matter how hard we tried. Sometimes you fall one last time and then never get back up.
1: Bro, what the fuck?
0: <sighs> Annie had seen her real thin frame in the garden, blood dribbling from her mouth, track marks bulging on her forearms like unmapped roads, desperate for one more hit, one more fix. She'd searched the, search the kitchen for all the alcohol I'd thrown away. Hold on. And when she hadn't found any. Sorry, I have to multitask. Um, she went hunting for the stash and hidden in the bathroom. She hadn't wanted me just the drugs on the other side of the door. She'd been so high. She was able to mimic Annie's voice nearly perfectly. What? Like monsters are the ones that eat you alive slowly. The kind that comes in a bottle or a needle or at the end of a long list of reasons why you can't get out of bed in the morning. Sometimes the monsters are the ones that raise you or love you the most but it's up to you not, to not let them in.
1: I'm... Bruh. <laughs>
2: that Bruh. was not the ending I was expecting.
1: <laughs> no. What? Okay. Well That's why it was so beautifully written.
2: Yeah. yeah. No. Nar. Have I seen the new Boogeyman movie? I started, I just started, to started recording it. in the middle of it. I had to watch it because my girl Sophie Thatcher. I know, that's why I wanted to watch it, but then
1: mm-hmm. I was like in a weird mood when I started watching it, so I turned it off. Yeah,
2: I mean, it starts off kind of slow and it's very depressing. Um, yeah. But like, it has similar things. Like, there's like uh-huh. creatures and like voices, and I, I thought that that was where it was going, to be quite honest. Yep. But
1: then it was trauma.
0: And then it's trauma. trauma
2: and addiction. That was the <laughs> other thing. I was like oscillating back and forth because I was like, okay, is it like the monster is like the addiction in the family that's coming after all of
0: them? Or like
1: And then the- it was. And it then was. We it
0: really was.
2: But it was also literally
0: their mother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know. This one had me like on the edge of my whatever i was sitting on at the no time. i literally
2: i wish this was a video podcast because my facial i was like covering my mouth with my hand like oh no
1: like a gas you know yeah but also i'm glad it's not because i was laying down the whole time
0: yeah <laughs> i'm glad it's not so i like- trying to multitask and i probably looked like a fucking asshole so. <laughs> <laughs> um and I'm also glad I did this one first because I actually like my other one better.
1: Oh, okay. So like, well, do is it my turn
2: now? Yes.
1: Wait, okay. are we gonna
0: give stars about these stories? Oh,
2: are we rating them like rating rating?
1: Okay, yeah, we should.
0: Yeah. After each one or at the end?
1: After each one, because I'll forget. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'll forget. And also like the other
2: ones will cloud my like, well, I'll be like, well, I like this one better. So that's true.
0: You know,
1: that's true.
0: Okay. Rate it.
1: Mm, I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a four. Cause like it, it had some beautiful writing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like it was just well done.
1: Yeah. And there were a few phrases that like did have me scared. Yeah. Like when it was like it was like looking for us or something. Ooh. And I was like, ew, yeah. So like good. Yeah. Or just
2: like or. picturing the thing in the garden. Ooh, yep.
1: Yeah, when it was like it's a person, like squatting <laughs> in the bushes. He I was like, ew. Up to his
0: chin. it reminded yeah. me
2: of like what is it in Gerald's game? Did you guys ever watch? It yes. Well? Yes. Yes, yeah, yes. Like the thing that she just sees in the corner all the time.
1: Yeah. Really.
2: It gave those vibes. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I would give it a four also because I don't have a very analytical brain and my media literacy goes as far as did I have fun while watching or reading that, then
0: it was good. <laughs> so-,
3: oh, <I>
0: <laughs> so four, four out of five here. I like it. Um I'm also gonna give it a four. <laughs>
2: More than broccoli
0: board guys. Mostly because I don't know. Sometimes I sometimes I just don't like the trope of like the real monsters or all of these things. And yeah. Sometimes I'm I honestly think it depends on the day. Like there's some days where that will ruin something for me. And then there's no. other days where I'm like, okay, I can tolerate that. Well, it's like, you know, I'm aware of the reality of the world yes. and how
2: shitty things are. So like I just want it to be a real creepy monster sometimes.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like,
2: it's like, I it's little, little, like it's escapism it from the real world. It's like, it's too real that it's
0: a real thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but other than that, that's the only reason it gets points. Like that's the only reason it gets points off for me. Yeah. Um, Cause I really liked it. so See, that
1: was- that's how I was feeling when I was like looking for stories to read for this episode, because like all the ghost ones I'd like, it would be like, something followed me home from the hospital. And I was like, oh, shit. And uh-huh. then i start reading it. And then at the end, it's like, ultimately, the ghost was there to protect me and make sure that I was okay. And I'm like, I don't fucking want that. I want a ghost that's trying to, like, eat your soul. Okay? Can
0: I make a quick commentary on the United States really quick? I thought oh. you were going to say the real ghost was my was my insurance bill that haunted me for the rest of my life.
2: See, that would be that would be pretty good. The real ghost with the American healthcare system.
1: <laughs> yep. He's oh, <laughs> the real ghost funny. in the country
2: with us. Wait, right now. No. Someone can really write that actually
1: <laughs> No, true. Someone write that story. <laughs>
2: just like a monster that like keeps growing and getting more ominous and persistent <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's,
0: you're just, you're it's
1: no your dad yeah. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> oh fuck that's funny uh,
0: i'm copywriting that idea right now yeah yeah so no one do that ours, so don't even think about it
1: only yep. one of us three can do that not and you
2: i don't write, so it won't be me. <laughs> probably won't be me either <laughs>
1: It would ha- probably have to be me, but I don't know if I'll do it. But It'll even still. in
0: our brains, and you can't steal that. Idea. Exactly. We should just do, like, an ongoing text thread. Like, a will write this <laughs> one, and you write the next one. Oh, or, like, did you guys in class ever do where you'd, like,
2: write a sentence and pass it to the next yes. person, and they just had to yeah. keep building onto the story?
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> that kind of awesome, not going to lie. Um... Okay, so Nathan, you're next.
1: Okay, I'll do what we did with Megan and let you guys vote between my titles, okay? Okay. So here they are. So first one is my experiences as a crime scene cleaner. <clears throat> and then second one is I should not have subscribed <gasps> to my girlfriend's OnlyFans account.
2: <gasps> oh, no. <sighs> okay, I want to do the OnlyFans like, for levity because I feel like it'd be funny but not. But also I'm really
0: intrigued by the crime scene cleanup. Thing. I am too like I'm more like interested in the crime scene cleanup. Okay, we'll do that like, then. Shock like not shock value, but lavaciousness. Of- the
1: OnlyFans one isn't as funny as you would think it might be.
0: That's what oh. yeah, that's why like when I said it, I was like, I feel like they
2: want me to think it's gonna be funny and then it's gonna be not. So yeah, yeah. okay, sure. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, so we'll
1: so do crime scene. Crime scene. Okay, here we go. I got this from Reddit on the thread r slash paranormal. So here we go. To start out, you need a little backstory to show how I got into this situation. When I got out of high school around 2003, finding a job was difficult, so I took whatever horrible jobs I could to get by. When I found a job cleaning fire and water damage full time, I was excited to have steady income and start saving. But this quickly turned into a nightmare that I had to endure for almost two years. The company I worked for put me on my first job, which was a water damage claim, where a basement flooded with sewage. So a few days after, so after a few days of work, we finished and it was on to the next job. My boss then called me into his office the next morning and told me about a special crew that he was setting up and asked if I would be the crew leader supervising three other guys that were just hired. I found this strange as I'd only been working there for a total of three days, but figured my work ethic was already paying off and I'd get a raise. I only made 10 an hour to start. Not only did I not get the raise, but I got no training in the new position other than a work van with cleaning material and the phone numbers for the three new guys that also were hired to do fire and water damage cleanup. What the The hell? I know. Wait, like, is anything going to be like. Okay, so they talked more about like fire and water damage cleanup. <laughs> I'm going to skip a little bit ahead.
2: Ex- Why does it so, so much, much to show that they are an expert in what they're talking about? You know? Yeah. Oh my like, God. Listen, I do this
0: for real. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't it feel so much longer when you're reading it, though?
1: Yes, I swear to God, it wasn't this long when I like. Okay. Anyway, let me, let me find where I was. Cause I was scrolling through being like, holy shit. I did not know this was this long. Um, okay. Uh, the first job I had in my new position, which the boss told me about when I got to the office was cleaning up the remains of an elder, elderly man or woman who died in their house and had been laying in a chair. When we arrived, the coroner had me come inside to show me a few things that were considered hazardous material and needed to be removed due to the risk of disease. I guess my boss knew a few people from the county coroner's office, and much of the work came from their recommendations. Not only was the deceased still in the house, but was fully visible to me and the other guy, and you could smell the rot through the masks, as the house had no AC, and this was mid-June. The coroner was backed up and waiting on additional people to show up to load the body as it was falling apart. And I call the body. <laughs> and I call the body "it" because I honestly couldn't tell if it was male or female, and was trying oh. not to look too long as it was disturbing.
2: Oh. The I not other- <laughs> that job, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: I okay. don't know if I could. Like, I the, couldn't
0: do the smells. Yeah,
1: the smell would get yeah, us, I
0: mean, I don't but, know well, if I could, but I would be interested. Anyway. I sorry. would definitely be interested, but I don't know if I could do the smells.
1: <laughs> okay. I, like, tried to do a sneak peek, and I think things are going to happen soon.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah, <it's> fine.
1: <laughs> the other three guys I worked with handled it well, but two got sick from the smell and had to go outside to puke. We all waited outside after the coroner showed us the chair, the the fluids that leaked into the carpet (laughs) in the basement where the fluids went through the subfloor and puddled on some boxes in the basement.
0: Ew, I'm like gagging.
1: (laughs) The coroner's support arrived and took the deceased out and me and the crew started working. After about five minutes, weird things started to happen, the first of which was when I began to disassemble, disassemble the chair. I had removed the back of the chair and was putting it into the special hazmat bags that I was given. And the base started to rock when I was about 10 feet away from it, putting the bag with the back of the chair by the front door. Nobody else was in the room as the other guys were in the basement dealing with moving boxes. I brushed it off and took apart the base of the chair as much as I could. And when I got got it into the bag, I got a chill up my back and then began feeling sick. I just figured it was the shock of what I was cleaning hitting me. And I pushed on, even though the chill was strange as I was very hot and full hazmat in June.
0: Do not... Put do not push on, sir.
1: Yeah, no. That's Run away. Shit. <laughs>
0: but do, because like, if you didn't, we
2: wouldn't have a story. True. Okay,
1: true. true. <laughs> uh da-da-da-da-da. okay. Next was removing the carpet and assessing the floor to see if it would be able to be cleaned or if I had to remove a section of it. So I called the boss to ask him, and he told me to just pour the special cleaner on the area to soak into the floorboards, and it would be fine. So I got it out of the truck where he said it was and brought it inside. When I got inside, all three of the guys in the basement were scrambling to get out, tripping over each other, and all three ran outside. When I asked them what was up, all three said there was someone in the cluttered basement, and they assumed it was a homeless person or junkie. (laughs) Detroit has many issues with these kinds of things.
2: Oh, Oh, hey. Hey. So,
1: guys, hey, it's Detroit.
2: I'm literally there right now.
1: Slay. Um, I'm 20
0: I, minutes north of there. You're
1: okay doxing yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you know how many places are 20 minutes north of Detroit? Everywhere. That's Everywhere. not real time. It's like, true. That's just what you say.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, here, I think things are going to happen now.
0: <laughs> things have been happening.
1: Okay, true. I listened at one of the open windows to the basement. It's kind of the first thing we did when we started working, open up any window possible, prop the doors open so that maybe someone got inside or possibly before we got there and was hiding. That wasn't, that sentence didn't make sense, but I'm not going to try again. I got the Um, Okay. After listening a few minutes and hearing nothing, me and another of the workers went inside armed with a mag light and a piece of metal fence post. And we searched the basement. Nothing was down there, but the footprints of the shoe covers we used. But when we started up the stairs, we heard a horrible hacking cough from somewhere in the basement. When we looked for it, there was nothing, but the corner of the basement had a bunch of dust stirred up like somebody was moving things very recently. We called the guys back in, and they got back to the boxes, but all of them kept feeling like they were being touched while throwing away material from the boxes. No. I went back to my upstairs job, but found that the cleaner I put next to the floorboards was gone. And I started getting frustrated as it was the only jug I had of this cleaner. And I clearly remembered it being sat next to the area before the guys ran up the stairs and my attention was redirected. I began to take out trash, figuring I would find it eventually or the basement guys took it to the floor. And I found it on its side behind the bag that had the back of the chair in it. This is impossible. There were like six other bags in front of this one near the front door. And this was a gallon bottle of cleaner. Again, I got a chill, but this one was brought on by what sounded like a whisper that I could not make out the words to. No. I cleaned the floorboards and moved out the trash. Job complete. That night, each member of my crew had a dream about an older man telling us we are not welcome in his home, touching his belongings, and that we needed to leave. Oh, something just fell off my bed. I don't know what that was. I don't know what was that. I, don't was that. I really don't. Um, <laughs> Oh. Uh, in my dream, I was alone in his house. The old man cried and told me I was destroying his things and he couldn't replace anything. He was trying to push me out of his house, but it was like I was ignoring him. Even when he would push me and scream at me, no reaction. He then threw my cleaner into the garbage pile I'd made by the front door, exactly where I found it. Two of the three guys in the crew told me their dreams about the old man pushing them as they went through boxes of ruined pictures and other old stuff that needed to be thrown out due to the risk of disease from his fluids. Dude, okay. Not his fluids.
3: Oh, that time loop, so sad, okay.
1: Yeah, that's because ghosts are pr- sad. I don't <laughs> know. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that. Um,
0: Another merch piece just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> dude, ghosts are
1: sad. <laughs> um, they also said it was like they had no control and were on autopilot. They said they were so sad they couldn't do anything. The thing that got me about the dreams of the two other guys was they both said the man was getting so upset he began to violently cough and that he kept grabbing their arms when they would touch boxes or throw things into the trash. Neither of the guys were in the house when me and the other guy heard the coughing from the basement. The guy that went into the basement with me said he had a dream, but all he remembered was waking up sad like he did something wrong and he had a horrible coughing fit, which might just be a coincidence. But I connected it in my mind as relating to all the other dreams. We all talked about it and came to the conclusion that we were all just having a reaction to a situation and it was nothing more than our brains coping with what we had to do. Okay, dumb no. cuts. Like, no. you don't all have the same exact fucking no. dream That's, and you're like, no, I'm sorry. I have a
2: shared dream with anybody. I'm gonna take that seriously. Y'all- no,
1: like, I'm like, okay, so we're psychic, we're witches, we're everything, Thank we're you. magic. Like... You know, it's not just okay. You don't mm-hmm. just
2: write it off. You know, it's no. a bunch
1: of men. So, like, I don't That's know why. That's what I was why.
2: thinking. It's
1: way. like men never take anything seriously. No. Um. So, okay, wait, yeah. Okay, next jobs weren't so bad. Cleaning up blood at a home invasion, no casualty, but huge mess. Then there was a few other bloody crime scenes with casualties, but nothing notable happened,
2: other than death. No. <laughs> Lots <laughs> of it. <laughs> nothing crazy. Just someone died. Most
0: <laughs> no, people dying.
1: About two weeks into the job, we began to learn the tricks of the trade and were split into two different groups that I was responsible to manage as crew leader. So I'd have to go to different sites if the other two guys had an issue or didn't know what to do. I thought I was getting used to the job as well as the other guys, as we had no other experiences like the first one, but I was wrong. (laughs) The next job that there was activity was a suicide of a man that was middle aged, the coroner had already removed the body, and it was a mess. The guy had shot himself with what I think was a large caliber handgun or shotgun as the spray was everywhere in the basement and like a second living room. There were skull fragments lodged in the drywall brain. Oh, ma- this is so gross. Um, uh, basically, it was gross. As that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> First step in cleaning. This was using our backpack vacuum to suck up all the biomaterial. The coroner told us when we went in that he and his partner were extremely uneasy in the house and it felt strange and we immediately started getting a claustrophobic, suffocating feeling as soon as we went into the basement. To make matters worse, the family of the man had come over and were upstairs crying, but the vacuum noise helped to cancel them out.
0: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: While I was cleaning, the power to the lights went out and it was completely pitch black. This was strange because my vacuum was still powered. My crewmate started screaming at this point, so I turned off my vacuum and climbed off my ladder- Mm -hmm. I thought maybe he touched a wire to the lights, but when my vacuum unit was turned off, he was still screaming and I could hear things being knocked over. I started fumbling around for my flashlight on my tool belt and yelled for my friend, asking what was going on, but all I got back was panicked screaming. And then I saw in the pitch black something darker that was moving in my direction, and I'll admit, I freaked out. Yeah. I like duh, bitch. I'll
0: admit, bro. You don't have to admit it. We all admit. I saw
1: a fig, a dark figure that was darker than pitch black, and I was a little scared. I'll admit, men
2: that. are allowed to be scared. Duh, true, A little bit
1: true, as a true. treat. A little bit as a treat. I'm
2: scared.
0: <laughs> um,
1: wait, fuck. Where did I go? Okay. I slipped trying to back up, still looking for my flashlight in my belt, and found it when my back hit the basement wall. I turned on the light aimed at the blackest shape I have ever seen. And when the light turned on, I saw the shape of a man wearing a flannel shirt, beard, and an expression like he was about to attack me. And then it was gone.
0: Why is that our dad?
1: (laughs) Gordon was there to get him. It was actually the
0: Marlboro Man. (laughs) Oh my god, cigarettes are the monster.
1: Wait, yes, (laughs) wait. No, you're kind of on to something. <laughs> okay, continue, continue. Um, okay, I found it. I found it. Uh, my crewmate was behind where the entity was, sitting on the floor, rocking with his hands on his head. When I approached, he picked up his flashlight off the ground and turned it on, then ran up the stairs outside and threw up. I followed yeah. behind him, asking if he was okay and why he was screaming. I thought I just imagined the entity and the man because his screaming scared me, but he told me that he was scrubbing the wall and he felt something pull something on his tool belt and he thought it was me. But when he turned around, the lights went out and he was engulfed by what he said was like dark smoke and he immediately could not breathe and couldn't move.
0: No, thank you.
1: I know. He managed to pull out his flashlight, but it was knocked out of his hand like his wrist was grabbed with force and he managed to scream. When he screamed, trinkets started falling off an entertainment center that was about three feet to his side, and the black smoke moved back, but he was close to passing out from exertion. He also said he lost hearing and didn't know that any noise came out when he started screaming, and that the stuff falling off the shelves was landing on him, and that's why he was covering his head. He said it felt like a weight was lifted on him, off of him when the dark smoke backed up, but he felt sick right away, and the light from my flashlight made the sick feeling increase. We took an early lunch where he just sat there pale as ever and didn't say much other than he said that he breathed in that smoke and didn't feel right. I got mm-hmm. him some Gatorade and his color started to come back. I bro never told him. <laughs> Do you say bro? I have a Gatorade. I
0: said bro, I have a theory. Oh, I
1: thought you said bro, I have a <laughs> Gatorade.
0: Gatorade is just so
1: hyper specific. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um Oh, I never told him that I saw a man when I turned on my light because we still needed to finish and I didn't want to put that in his head since he never mentioned scenes.
2: Jesus!
1: Honestly, if he was already this fucked up, I probably it's wouldn't true. be like, hey, by the way, I saw a guy.
2: Yeah, you're like, you should be even more scared, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you actually should be fucking terrified, Loki, because yeah. I saw something. We
0: shouldn't even fucking be here. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need um, to leave now.
1: Oh, okay. When we went back, the lights in the basement were on again half the things that fell from the shelves were back on the entertainment center and the TV was on baseball. there was also a different smell in the room similar to burnt hair. My worker stayed in half hour, got sick again and went home for the day, leaving me alone to finish, which I didn't want to do but as but had to as the other guys had their own job after cleaning up everything with my vacuum, I began scrubbing the old blood which is hard after it congeals mix in brain matter and it's like glue even with. Ew. yeah i also hate the word congeals it grosses me out so bad (laughs) while i was finishing up i kept seeing the shape of a person always in the side of my vision each time i would smell that strange burnt hair scent and a few times i also felt like a force was pulling at items on my belt not sure what item as there were several things on my belt like okay (laughs)
0: Finished,
1: <laughs> like he's like i couldn't tell what it was but pulling
0: something. it was, it it was
1: something. Uh- Ooh, <laughs> it's, it's about to turn into ghost porn
0: horny ghost horny ghost
1: <laughs> um okay guys we're like not that close to being done but also we are close to being done okay oh wait actually yeah we're closer okay yeah don't worry okay when i finished the job i went to use the bathroom upstairs and in the hallway along the way i heard like muffled crying or moaning i froze and stayed still thinking maybe a family member had come back and when I panned around there was nothing but I saw a picture on the wall of a man with a beard wearing a flannel several other pictures in the hallway of other scenarios of the same man different flannels with deer or fish or family I had not seen a picture of that man as I had not been anywhere else in the house with a bathroom wait anywhere else in the house with a bathroom Okay, this, okay, anyway, nor did I use the bathroom downstairs, because pulling off the hazmat stuff is a pain. As I was securing the house, closing all windows, locking doors, and shutting down every light but the front porch light.
0: Wait, what does the bathroom have to do with anything? I don't know. That's why I, that's why I
2: reread it. Because
0: <laughs> I was like, I Wait, the bathroom. It's
2: reading, like, the, like, authors, like, listen, guys, like, I have not <laughs> seen a photo of this person yet, and I didn't even go to the bathroom, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, like, I don't mean, know. That's what things. I'm taking from that part.
1: Basically, so. what it means is, like, he saw the guy as a vision or like ghost before he saw a picture of him. Yeah. So he's like no I
2: saw this man and did not have like an image previously in my head of him.
1: Yeah. I'm no, not I sure where not. the bathroom or, like, plays the in.
2: Bathroom, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway,
0: sorry, go ahead.
1: As I was securing the house, closing all windows, locking doors and shutting down every light but the front porch. I saw the front curtain move and again saw the darker than black form in the front window. Okay, and then this is the last little chunk. Um, The last experience I'll share in this thread happened mid-July in a very bad area in Detroit. There'd been an incident where a guy supposedly tried to abduct a child, was stopped by people in the neighborhood who beat the man very bad, and he escaped to his house where the neighborhood people quickly called police and civilians surrounded his house to prevent escape. The police response time in this area is horrible. And the Ew. people were throwing rocks is this through this the nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and damaged his car. The man was hurt bad by the mob and was hurt by a rock or glass and died in the home. Ew. This is assumption by DPD.
3: Oh, Detroit Detroit Police
1: Department. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. From what the police officer told me, it was a misunderstanding, and the man picked up a girl that was injured riding her bike, and some kids that knew her told their parents the man was kidnapping her.
0: Oh, my God. overreacted,
1: and the man was brutally beaten. The cleanup was pretty simple to do. We secured windows, cleaned up blood and other fluid, but as soon as I entered the house, I just felt wave after wave of fear and sadness, like I have never felt before. It hit in waves that made my legs weak. My working buddy who was there showed up late and didn't get the story from the cop like I did, but he experienced the same things I had. The whole time we were there, we saw a form darting around corners like it was watching us, then hiding. It was similar to a small bit of fog or mist. We also heard very slight cries for help coming from several areas in the house and also what sounded like, please stop, and long no, a few times. The crowd came back and yelled at the house also, and when this was going on, the activity in the house increased, and we could hear running footsteps go up the stairs, a door slam, and it sounded like the front door would open and close, but we never saw any doors move. The path of the footsteps sounded like from the front door, through the living room, to the bathroom, up the stairs, to the upstairs bungalow room. Don't know what that means. Uh the part that really got me was I could feel the floor impacts that felt like vibrations of someone running past me when I was cleaning the areas. And each time I'd be hit by one of those waves of fear and sadness. Damn, this shit is fucking depressing.
2: I
0: know. Really, really?
1: Um, yeah, like because this section, I swear to god, did not exist when I found this story. <laughs> <laughs> like it no. wasn't here. So I'm I'm like experiencing this at the same time as you guys. No. Um when we left the house. There was a few people on porches hanging out like is you as usual during summer and the people were still hostile and yelling random things, but directed at us as we loaded the van and took off hazmat suits. We ignored this, but before we had loaded all the material from the house into the van and locked it, the front door slammed hard enough to sound like a gunshot, which scared me and my crewmate along with the people on the front porch to the point where they went inside. The front door deadbolt was somehow locked and we couldn't get it open I think it was different key than the knob. So we ended up leaving several boards in the house that we were, that were left over from boarding a few windows. The feeling of relief when I left that house was like night and day inside. I was scared, anxious and paranoid and just really down, which could be due to knowing the story. But when I got outside, it was like flipping a switch immediately feeling better. And me and the other guy in my crew were joking and laughing about dumb stuff and normal 19 and 20 year old shenanigans. Okay. Age reveal. Um, uh, when i okay so basically he's like i have a lot of these stories and then this is the last little paragraph when i have time i'll pull out the journal and give more of my experiences the job got way worse when i started the journal after 3 months in several experiences with what i think was paranormal many situations that stressed my mental state to the point where my mask of sanity started to slip in the end i worked at this place for almost 2 years and of my crew all died two from suicides one from drug overdose that could have been intentional but we'll never know I just know that when these three guys, my age, around 19 or 20, started this job, all were normal, well-adjusted guys with no cares in the world other than girls, parties, and working. I watched each one of them slowly drain their joys and passion for life. And I know this sounds bad, but each one that died was considered enough to die in a clean way, most likely so another person wouldn't have to see the horrible things that we saw so often.
2: Is it like trauma?
1: Are they just like. <laughs> and the real ghost of all of this Is- was the burden yeah. of memory right. and trauma, the burden God. of knowledge. It's
2: like they're experiencing their last moments with Exactly. It.
1: Guys, I swear to God, that was like deadass 30 paragraphs shorter when I found it. I was I know, like, oh,
0: I've this already not decided that, wrong. that four stories was maybe a little ambitious. Yeah. The, uh, so i just snorted jesus
2: listen i love like a two hour long podcast so i um, know
1: see i think it's fine if this one's longer because it's just a story
2: episode guys
1: yeah special episode i don't mean that
2: they're not finished on friday when it releases they get to enjoy
0: it through the weekend
1: exactly my other one
0: is better too though and i know it's shorter
1: also that's how i feel about mine that's why i'm like oh i don't want to like not read my other one though
2: you know we're reading them. It's okay. Like people can just get over
1: it. <laughs> if you guys really hate us that bad and want to turn it off, then go ahead and we'll revoke your dead bitch fan club membership. Or
2: listen, but on mute so
0: we still get the place.
1: Yes. <laughs> true, true. Okay, true.
0: true. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you guys know that Spotify for Podcasters has a tool that tells you when people, like, drop off listening? that
2: makes sense though because like i think on youtube and like other things you can see how long people watch stuff before
0: like exiting it does make sense but it's a little hurt my feelings as fuck yeah (laughs) you're not allowed to look i'll look for you (laughs) i will say i will say the most like the earliest ones were like people who only listened to the first episode Mm. so like it goes up a lot as the episodes go on. So.
2: Well, I listened all the way through all of them. So. Yes, I know, And I love legend. you for it.
0: Um. Okay. I give that one... This is hard because it was like... It was more just like, oh, this is sad. Or, oh, this is gross. It wasn't like, oh, this is scary. You know? Yeah.
1: Also, I need you guys to know, I was so fucking brave when I was reading that. That person that wrote all of that shit probably fucking third grade education so many so many run-on sentences so many fucked up like not real shit i and i just like had to like create as i was speaking
2: you're like Like, i actually made the entire story up
1: while i was like actually that was off the top of my noggin like actually that was me (laughs) did you like it
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i get it because like i feel like on Reddit and stuff, people are like, "Here's the scary experiences that I had," and so like they are trying to like make it seem as like real as legit. Possible. They're like, yeah. "This is what I really do," and this.
1: Is yeah, he what. was Mister Mister Mann was not a writer. I Let mean, me he right.
2: did say that he didn't go to college and just started doing this job. So, like you know, that's true. It's just it fits with his lore, you know.
1: True. true. There's so many lore reveal.
2: <laughs> lore reveal. <laughs>
0: Uh, rating, I give it a three out of five.
1: That's valid. I would okay. say the same.
0: Yes, I would say three. I I
2: would have liked some more concrete scaries Yes, and I would have liked a explanation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if this is like his the real smoke life experiences, then I mean, am I to say
0: that that's horrible?
2: <laughs> if it was
0: the smoke guy they could have been like oh yeah and then i found out that he was a he smoked for a million years and died of lung cancer like or like that tied up or like if that guy that like inhaled some of the like entity
2: like was the first to kill himself you know yep yeah i don't know
0: but yeah no three out of five sounds great all right rad so you guys ready to hear a story to scare my son
2: yes Yes. are you gonna read it to milo
0: uh, no okay <laughs> i mean honestly once i finish it i'm you would think that it might be something that i would do because of what i do but okay I oh, do it. okay <laughs> okay son we need to have a chat about internet safety i slowly crumpled down on the floor next to him his laptop was open and he was playing minecraft on a public server his eyes were locked into the action comments scrolled down the side of the screen in a chat box son can you stop your game for a minute He exited the world, closed the laptop, and looked up at me. Dad, is this going to be another cheesy, scary story? What? I thought you liked my cautionary tales. He grew up listening to my stories about children who encountered witches, ghosts, werewolves, and trolls. Like many generations of parents, I use scary stories to reinforce morals and teach lessons about safety. Single dads like me should use all the parenting tools at their disposal. He scrunched his face a little. They were fine when I was six, but now that I'm getting older, they don't scare me anymore. They seem kind of silly. If you're going to tell a story about the internet, can you make it really, really scary? I squinted at him. He folded his arms. Dad, I'm 10 and I can handle it.
1: (laughs) Period. I began.
0: (laughs) Once upon a time, there was a boy named Colby. His expression indicated that he wasn't impressed with the terror of the introduction. He sighed deeply and settled in for one of my cheesy stories. I continued. Colby went online and joined several children's websites. After a while, he started talking to other kids in-game and on the message boards. He made friends with another 10-year-old boy named Helper23. They liked the same video games and shows. They laughed at each other's jokes. They explored new games together. After, After several months of friendship, Colby gave Helper23 six diamonds in a game they were playing. This was a very generous gift. Colby's birthday was coming up, and Helper23 wanted to send him a cool present in real life. No. Colby figured it wouldn't hurt to give helper 23 his home address. As long as he promised not to tell it any strangers or grownups. Someone should have told this story to Emma Nelson. (laughs) I know, right?
1: Not Emma Nelson. (gasps) Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Emma Nelson should have gotten this story. (laughs) Degrassi reference. Go watch it. Educate yourself.
1: No, you must.
0: (laughs) Um, helper 23 swore he wouldn't tell anyone else not even his own parents and set about mailing the package i paused the story and asked my son do you think that was a good idea no he said shaking his head vigorously in spite of himself he was getting into the story well neither did colby colby felt guilty about giving away his home address and his guilt began to grow and grow by the time he put on his pajamas the next night his guilt and fear were larger than anything else in his life He resolved to admit the truth to his parents. The punishment would be steep, but it was worth it to have a clear conscience. He squirmed in his bed as he waited for his parents to tuck him in. My son knew the scary part was coming up. In spite of his tough talk, he leaned forward wide-eyed. I spoke quietly and deliberately. He heard all the noises of the house. The washing machine bounced around in the laundry room. Branches scraped against the brick outside his room. His baby brother cooed in the nursery, and there were some other noises he couldn't... Quite pinpoint. Finally, his dad's footsteps echoed down the hall. Hey, dad, he called out nervously. I have something to tell you. His dad stuck his head in the doorway at a weird angle. In the darkness, Uh, his mouth didn't seem to move, and the eyes were all wrong. No! (laughs) Yes, son? The voice was way off, too. No! Are you okay, dad? The boy asked. Uh huh, sung the father in his strangely affected voice. Colby pulled his covers up defensively. Um, is mom around? Here I am. Mom's head popped into the doorway below dad's. Her voice was an unnatural falsetto. Were you about to tell us that you gave our home address to helper 23? Oh my
1: God. That just made me so nauseous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That just made my stomach hurt so fucking bad. Ew. Oh my God. Ew. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry oh my god fuck that oh my god no okay anyway i'm sorry i'm sorry okay go ahead go ahead go ahead.
0: she continued he wasn't really a kid he just pretended to be one do you know what he did he came into our house broke in and murdered both of us just so he could spend some time with you
3: oh
0: oh A fat man in a wet jacket emerged in the child's doorway, holding the two severed heads.
1: Why he gotta, why he gotta be fat.
0: (laughs) Colby shrieked and gasped as the man dropped the heads on the ground, unsheathed his knife and moved into the room to work on the boy.
3: My son screamed too.
0: He twisted his hands defensively over his face, but we were just getting started with the story. After several hours, the boy was almost dead and his screams had become whimpers. The killer noticed the wailing of a baby in another room and removed his knife from Colby. This was a special treat. He had never murdered a baby before and was excited about the prospect.
1: Oh my God.
0: Culper 23 left Colby to die and followed the cries through the house like a homing beacon. In the nursery, he walked to the crib, picked the baby up and held it in his arms. He moved toward the changing table to get a better look. But as he held the baby, the crying died down. The baby looked up and smiled. Helber twenty three had never held a baby, but he gently bounced it in his arms like a pro. He wiped his bloody hands on the blanket no, so he could. Strip I know. The baby's sheep. I
1: know what this is doing.
0: <laughs> hey there, sweet little guy. This the beautiful rage of sadism melted into something warmer and softer. He walked out of the nursery, took the baby home, named him William, and raised him as his very own. After I finished the story, my son was visibly shaken. Between ragged staccato breaths, he stammered, "But dad." My name's William. I gave him a classic dad wink and tousled his hair. Of course it is, son. William ran up the stairs to his bedroom in a fury of sobs. But deep down, I think he liked the story.
2: <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: that is no, no, no.
2: That, like,
1: the, I cannot explain to you... How physically ill I fucking felt when it was like, were you going to tell us that you gave our home address to someone named this? No, that made me feel literally fucking nauseous.
2: And that kids is why you always leave a note. (laughs)
1: Like, that was good though. That was really good.
0: (sighs) Thanks. I didn't write it, but I found it on the internet. (laughs) I'm, I'm
1: giving that one a five out of five straight up.
0: Yeah. I yeah, uh, I think it's a 5 out
2: of 5 too. It tied things up. It I feel like and this might just be because this is the only really author that I read, but it felt like like it would have been a Stephen King short
0: story. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, agree.
2: Like Yeah. Yeah.
0: But also I kept envisioning the fucking old dude telling his grandson the story of the princess bride. <laughs> <laughs> a little less wholesome, you know, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that one was shorter that was fun so. yeah and that was good oh my god ew i still like <laughs> i think it was just like it wasn't even like the writing of it it's just like imagining how i would feel <laughs> in that situation is like disgusting like literally I, I like my stomach dropped as if it was happening to me and <laughs> i was like no
0: And, like, the whole – the fat man in a wet jacket. I I
2: pictured (laughs) –
0: this is awful. My brain is
2: horrible. Um, I pictured, like, when it said, like, stuck the head in at, like, an odd angle – I was like picturing like a severed head on like a broomstick. Or, like, <laughs> like puppeting. It. It's like, oh yeah. hello. Oh, hello.
3: Were you <laughs> going to-?
2: Nice. Like that was like, he was just holding the heads and like, yes, that's also scary, but like it felt more taunting <laughs> in my brain
3: version. <laughs> no,
0: I like that version better. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, I liked this. I liked this one.
1: Yeah, that was really good.
2: I think you should tell that to Milo. You should. I
1: and then like, change, and change his
2: name to Milo. Yeah,
1: I'm change sorry. his name to Milo.
0: Oh my God. No, I will not traumatize my child. I've made that promise to I mean, myself. Eventually <laughs> your
2: child is going to be traumatized by things regardless. Yeah. No. So
3: I'll
1: know. do it. And then I'll change the ending to be like, he took the baby and gave it, gave to, it, it to his sister.
2: sister. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That's uh, perfect. Yes, that's I like great. that one. All right, Nate, you're up.
1: All right, so this is I should have not no fuck fuck let me turn it over. So let me oh, I forgot over. what this was <laughs> This is I should not have subscribed to my girlfriend's only fans account. It starts lighthearted so we get like a little bit of like hehe it. Okay. So I admit it, I am a simp and no, I am not proud of that fact. If I could go back in time and stop myself when I first started acting like one, I would. In a heartbeat. But I was a horny little goblin back then. And just the tiniest bit of attention from a woman was enough to fry my brain. In my defense, though, she was absolutely gorgeous. Brown eyes that twinkled mischievously. Plump, kissable red lips that parted to reveal white teeth like perfect little sugar cubes. And thick dark hair that gently tickled her shoulder blades. Damn, her
2: dresses—no,
1: <laughs> it's giving that. <laughs> her, uh, oh yeah, her dresses clung. Yep, this is literally it. Her dresses clung to her like they couldn't get enough of her body. Oh. and I understood why. She had just the right amount of curves in just the right places. I wanted to sink my teeth into them. Just dot 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 scrumptious.
0: What? No
1: uh surprisingly he's honestly not, i get it, he, you know he's not the scary one in the story so. <laughs> um i couldn't believe when she smiled at me jaw dropped open like a drawbridge i stared at her from my seat in the cafe wondering when the dream would end it didn't not even when she got up and click clacked over to me her heels making her hips sway hypnotically she slipped into the chair in front of me and asked whether i was staring at her dear god her voice it was like she was pouring nectar into my ears i shook my head like an idiot she laughed and it was music, like birds singing an ode to the falling leaves on an autumn morning. Cute, she said, and bit her bottom lip. And that was that. One meeting and she had me wrapped around her fingers. To say that our relationship was a whirlwind romance would be an understatement. It all feels like a blur to me, like the view inside a train that is zooming past your yours in the opposite direction. I had no idea how she so quickly wriggled her way into my life, settling in like she'd always belonged there. I felt like God himself was smiling down on me and not one to spit on my blessings. I agreed with whatever she suggested, unknowingly losing myself in her piece by piece. I changed my dressing sense for her, dropped my childhood friends like the dead weight that they were quit playing video games because it's a child's hobby, not something a grown man in his mid 20s should ever waste time with. Wow.
0: Like, okay.
1: Okay um i sold off my gi joe collection
0: okay okay okay. yeah do that yeah that was valid (laughs) uh
1: (laughs) got a job i hated bought a car that was too expensive and took out a loan for a house much bigger than we could have possibly needed and added her name to the fucking deed all to please the pert little succubus at least the sex was heavenly so heavenly in fact that i didn't even protest much when she told me she was going to start an OnlyFans account It'll be good for us, she said, slas- flashing her slender wrists at me, making my heart melt. We need the money, babe. How do you
0: the slash sl- your wrists at someone? I don't
1: know. That's what I-, I accidentally said slashing
2: her wrists. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that- not that. Not what I meant. Um, do you think it's like in like a shrugging, like innocent, like, it'll be good for us. Oh, yeah,
1: oh, yeah. Like a
2: little shrug- like a
1: cutesy yeah, little like a shrug. cute little
2: like coy, like, oh, come on. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: Sense. That's my vision now um this is her speaking by the way she says we need the money babe besides they only get to look only you can touch me like okay (laughs) i sighed loosened my tie and grunted just don't tell me what you post on there i don't want to know she squealed with joy and jumped on my lap reminding me why i was putting up with all this shit in the first place that is when things started to go wrong terribly horrifyingly wrong I would wake up from nightmares I could never remember, more exhausted than I had been when I'd crashed into bed that would get soaked to the wood with my sweat. Hmm. I began sleeping longer, but had oh. absolutely no energy during the day. My skin was losing its color, my eyes had dark circles, deep like gorges, and my hands would tremble with weakness. At first, I feel
0: like I know where this is going. We'll see. Okay.
1: At first, I chalked it all up to stress. I was overworked, without friends, stuck in a superficial relationship, and burdened with staggering financial obligations. Of course, my body was finally starting to give out. I wasn't a machine after all. But then the bruises started to appear. On my hands, thighs, back, knees, elbows, my body was being dotted with these little red marks that would inexplicably appear each morning. Oh, and no. they would hurt, like the bite of a fire ant. She had no clue what was causing this, but I did. It all began with that damn OnlyFans account, and I knew I was going to get my answers there. I quickly set up an account and subscribed to hers, but to my utter disappointment, there was nothing out of the ordinary there. Just lingerie pictures, a a couple of full-body nudes, that's it. Nothing that would explain what I was going through. This was because she had another account, under Uh a pseudonym, one that she never told me about. Thank God for my connections in the IT sector. I was only able to track it down thanks to them. As soon as my phone buzzed with the message telling me about her alt account, I ran into the bathroom at my office and locked myself in the first empty stall.
0: Wait till you get home, dude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I
1: I wiped the sweat off my hands and unlocked my phone. With shaky thumbs, I made the payment and got access to her account. And what I saw made my head spin in fear. It was just the most bizarre collection of pictures. Animal skulls mounted on some sort of a greasy altar. Candles arranged around a strange chalk diagram on the floor of our basement, grainy photos of rotting carcasses of dogs with Ooh. their trails ripped out and laid in a circle around them, close up pictures of accident victims in their cars, limbs cut off, fre- flesh burnt black, skin melting off, eyes crushed to a viscous jelly. Ooh. How the fuck were these photos up? How did she even get them? Why had the people over at OnlyFans not deleted them? I could feel vomit rise in my throat as I scrolled past those pictures. And the comments to these pictures were just as confusing. Strange symbols and squiggly lines that I had never seen on a fucking keyboard made up the comments. All of them. Hundreds of comments, all in what seemed to be a completely new language. But what terrified me most were the videos. A primal terror... Oh, God, no. It, it ran away. Sorry, hold on. I gotta... I was at such a good part, too. Okay, yeah, here we go. Okay. But what terrified me most were the videos. A primal terror clutched at my chest as I watched those videos... Unlike the pictures, she starred in each and every single one of them. As did I. Oh, yes. Some of them were innocent enough. They'd start with her holding the camera and pointing it at her face. She'd bring it closer and closer to her mouth until her blood red lips were almost touching the lens. And then she'd start whispering. I plugged in my earphones and turned the volume up to the max to hear what she was saying. But it was utter nonsense. I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. It sounded like no language I'd ever heard, yet it scared the shit out of me. It was like she was running her tongue around inside my ears, threatening to condemn me to a fate worse than death. She would then walk and come stand over my sleeping form. The video would now speed up and she would stand over me for hours, for fucking hours as I tossed and turned. Okay, Katie! <laughs> what? Katie. It's Katie! <laughs> no, literally. Katie Amika check. <laughs>
2: well, she should have done it. We anyway, both said it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um oh yeah for hours as i toss and turn tormented by my nightmares she'd stand over me pointing the camera down on my face i took a second to calm my heartbeat which thumped against my chest my ears and my temple before moving on another video this time the camera was set up on a tripod next to my bed she was there again hunched over me sleeping but this time she didn't just watch she bent over splayed my forearm out and drove a little needle into it quickly licking the drops of blood that bubbled out before turning and grinning at the camera, the greenish night vision making her eyes gleam. I gasped and almost dropped my phone. There were so many of these videos, her injuring me, licking the blood off, and then grinning at the camera, literally hundreds of them, all with the same script.
3: And then I moved
1: on to the most recent video. The screen flickered to life and our basement came into view. It didn't look like anything I was familiar with. Lit up by candles that bathed the room in a dull orange glow, the entire basement had been turned into some sort of an altar, like the pictures I'd earlier seen. Unclean cattle skulls were strewn across the room, the floor was slathered with squiggly chalk lines set up in strange symbols, tapestries with dizzying designs embroidered on them, hung from the rafters, and smoke arose from somewhere off-screen. In the middle of it all, though, was the love of my life. Nude, with her entire body soaked in blood, she was writhing on the floor, touching herself and moaning in a hoarse and guttural voice propped up on a small table in front of her was a framed picture of me with the eyes burnt off probably with a cigarette the fear that crashed into me brought tears to my eyes she began rubbing herself faster and faster and faster until her hand was just a red blur on the screen sharp shadows danced on her face as she began speaking soon she said soon 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 What the fuck? Her voice rose with each word until she was screaming in a manic frenzy until the words reverberated like gunshots in the basement. And then the video came to an abrupt end. I blinked furiously to clear my rapidly fading vision, trying to wrest control of my body from the terror that threatened to shut it down. And then my phone buzzed again, and I almost had a heart attack when I saw the message. Hey, babe, when are you coming home tonight?
0: Never. (laughs) Bro
1: yeah i actually <laughs> have to make
0: a quick stop at the police station it's fine no,
1: literally, i have <laughs> to make a quick stop at church yep. <laughs> never see you again but yeah so that's that yeah that is
2: oh, okay. <laughs> okay i was okay is it like is she like a witch is that's what implied because i was expecting her to actually be a succubus Yeah, like, I was, like, Jennifer's bodying this, like...
1: Yeah, I don't know, but she do be having, like, skulls and altars, so I'm assuming it's, like, a witch
2: thing. Yeah, Yeah. like, witch cult, like, satanic panic vibes, but, like, also, I, like, slay queen, I... I (laughs) (laughs) Get yours, honey. Get yours. Because, like, him saying that, like, her voice was, like, sang and, like, melted in his ears, I was, like, oh, this bitch is succubus. Yeah. Um... that's what i thought that's what i was expecting and it was giving that like i mean he literally said it yeah Yeah. oh that
0: was a good one
1: i know i was between i was between that and like two others but then i decided to do that one i I
0: like
2: it it. i want to be her friend (laughs) i want to be her
1: (laughs) yeah you (laughs) better be careful she (laughs) might freaking stab you with needles too
2: no, I, but here's my thing. If she wanted that, she could easily find a partner that would be in. Just oh, one million, million percent.
1: That's so true. Though.
2: You get on the right, right way to website. website life like account, bad. like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like she'd be fine. She'd right. be fine. There are people into blood play and stuff.
0: I'm sure. I'm not. Yeah, one person, but there are people. <laughs> we don't keep shame. We respect you. Yes, but it's not my cup of tea. It's not
2: me, but. It could be you, and that's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <The> <laughs> as top long as comment, our
0: parties are consenting adults.
1: The top <laughs> comment on this Reddit post is, what's her OnlyFans account? Literally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someone's
2: like, I volunteer to be the next one. <laughs> I just want to know what language it was.
1: I don't know. <laughs>
2: it's which language. Which language? Wait, which and then
1: language? someone said, Oh, my God. Disgusting. Where, though? Where is this terrible account so I can stay away from it? <laughs> where would someone put something so terrible?
2: Mac from Always Sunny GIF.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
2: but tell me where. But where? What is the URL so I can block <laughs> it permanently?
1: <laughs>
3: Add to
2: bookmark.
1: <laughs> Literally.
2: <laughs> oh, oh
1: gosh. Yeah, that's a good right. one. Well done. Ratings.
0: Uh, I'm gonna give it a four point five. No, hold on. As a story or as a scary story,
1: you need to stop with this. I know. You do this about everything we talk about. I do. We did trick or treat. You're like, as a Halloween movie, it's good, but as a movie movie, I'm not sure. Like, (laughs) bitch, just
2: pick.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to rate it as a movie movie, but it's a story (laughs) (laughs) and it gets a 4.5.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to say four out of five just because I want to know if she's a succubus or a witch and it needed to be more clear on that, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> a little bit um, more clear on her paranormal identity. I need to know what
2: affiliate she's in before <laughs> I stand, so. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. Exactly. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: Yeah, I think I'll give it a four as well.
0: Yeah. Fair, fair. Good, well done.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh,
0: so, Mariah.
2: Yeah, have some scary stories. Yeah, so I'm actually the girl from the OnlyFans story. No. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's see. I have one that's like actually scary and one that's like kind of average. The one that's actually scary didn't happen to me personally. It happened to my cousin.
0: Oh, you told me that one.
2: Yeah. Wait, yeah I'm not me though. I want to hear okay, it. Okay, okay. So yeah. And I guess I can probably weave them all together. Um, So I grew up in the house that my grandma died in. Um, My Aunt Nancy owned it after my grandma died. My grandma died like two days before my mom's like 16th birthday or something. Like she was really young. So I never met this lady. But I grew up in the house. It's like kind of older house in, um, in the city. And, like, weird things would happen sometimes. Like, I remember hearing what sounds like, like, clothes moving in the closet, like, hangers sliding and stuff as a kid. Ew, ew. Um, There's a door upstairs that, like, the wood, it's, like I said, it's an old house. So the wood is warped and you have to really, like, slam into it to, like, shut it and open it. And, like, you would shut it and then go downstairs, come back upstairs, and it would be, like, slightly ajar. Um, Uh Yeah. After my aunt Nancy moved out of there, her son Billy moved in and he's like closer to my mom's age, like for being a cousin. My mom's the youngest of eight. So a lot of my like first gen cousins are like her age. Mm. Um, And he had two daughters, Kaylin and Maddie. And I was there spending the night with them one time. And I was always a kid that stayed up really late. So they were both asleep. I think like Mickey Mouse Club or something was on the TV. <laughs> that only comes on at like 3 a.m. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I heard what like sounded like footsteps coming up the stairs. So I just assumed it was either Billy or Missy coming to check on us. So when you come up the stairs, the landing happens. There's like, you know, like the little like half wall kind of thing, like where the landing is and like a slight hallway like towards us so basically we were on the floor right in front of the door so I could see to the stairs to the landing from where I was and so I heard the footsteps but like I never saw anybody come all the way up so I don't know to me you know things can be explained right like maybe they just went up to the top of the stairs and was like listening to see if we were still awake who knows but Mm -hmm. the next morning um, we were downstairs eating breakfast, and we were watching Spongebob Squarepants <laughs> on their TV. And they had one of those huge, like, big screen TVs from, like, the early 2000s that were, like, a box TV, you know? Like, oh, this was okay. four flat screens. So it was, like, a huge one that was, Out like, on the floor? probably, like, 60 inches. It laid on the floor, and then, like, yeah. the speaker was, like, underneath it, like, as, like, the base. Well... So we're watching Spongebob, and all of a sudden, like, the channels start flipping rapidly. Like, someone was, like, sitting on the remote or something, but nobody yeah. was. So it was, like, da 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 like, going through all these channels. And then all of a sudden, it, like, flashed blue, and then it went, like, black, and then it, like, flashed again. And then the TV just turned off, and they had to get a new TV. Like, it never turned back on <laughs> uh, the ghost was like
1: bitch i'm done with spongebob yeah but you like know?
2: we were literally like okay that's grandma like she's like nah i'm not watching this."
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> she
2: died in that house like she died in the living room that's grandma. her house bitch it's her house <laughs> and so like you know, when you're in the basement, sometimes, like, you would hear, like, beeping, almost like, like, a heart monitor or something oh. in the part that's under the living room. And Missy, my cousin's wife, said that, because she was a stay-at-home mom, so when the girls were in school, she'd just be at home. And she said that she'd be watching, like, a soap opera and then go into the kitchen and get, like, a snack and come back out, and it would be, like, something else. Like, the channel would be turned. No. So, oh. yeah, so that's... That's, like, my experiences, like, living in a haunted house and, like, having those things go on. But, like, we've always just been, like, oh, it's just Grandma June. Like, it's not a big deal.
0: Oh, her name was June. Yes. Yep. June.
2: Um, Okay. So the same cousin, Maddie, had this experience when her and I were both in hair school. So she um, was spending the night at a friend's house, and they were having, like, this conversation about, like believing in God and like all the universe stuff. And Maddie was like, you know, I don't, I don't believe in God. And apparently her friend's like cabinet nightstand opened and like a candle fell (laughs) right after she said that. And she was like, uh, Okay, like maybe I should. <laughs> right, literally, literally. She's like or not? question mark. <laughs> She's like weird. So, she was telling me about that when we went back to school, like that week. And then um her and her little sister. So, this is a different house. They moved out of my grandma's house and they were living at this house in the country. And um It's kind of like one of those split-level homes, you know? So her and her sister's bedrooms are technically in the basement, but it's, like, just, like, seven stairs down from, like, the entryway. And the rooms are directly across from each other. So you can, like, if both doors are open, you can see into both of them. So when Maddie got home from, like, her friend's place, or maybe it was a few days later, I don't remember, but she said that she woke up and she felt like there was something, like, laying on her like and she was like like couldn't really breathe like all this stuff and she's like this is weird like but you know like sleep paralysis right like it could just be that so the next morning she was talking to her sister Kaylin and she was like yeah like I woke up in the middle of the night and I like felt like something was laying on me it was so creepy like I don't know and Kaylin was like what what time was this and she's like, oh, I don't know, like probably like 2.30 in the morning, like three, I don't know. And Kaylin told her that she woke up in the middle of the night and both of their doors were open. And she looked into Maddie's room and there was like a shadow presence uh. no at the foot of her bed.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. No.
2: <laughs> oh, so, okay, so Maddie is freaking out. And she's like, I don't want to sleep in my room anymore. Oh, like, yeah. I don't like this. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I forgot this one thing. So Maddie had like a dress form in her room. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the mannequins that like, you oh, dress oh, God, on. yes, I do. And that was part of that night too. Like she's like felt something on there. And then she said that something knocked it over. Oh, no. And Kaylin yeah. said that she had seen the same thing. Like she had seen it knocked over. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Maddie's like, fuck this. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not fucking with this. I'm not living in that house, Thank you. She stopped sleeping downstairs. And so she was up in the living room. This was during the day. She was during the day, daylight, whatever. And, um, she was sleeping on the couch. And once again, she like felt like this presence, like on her, like just like, something and she's like i really freaked out and i like tried ignoring it so i just like kept my eyes closed but i couldn't like just shake the feeling that something was there and when she woke up she had a bruised handprint on her forearm what i saw the fucking bruise she literally showed it to me at school the next day and i got tears in my eyes i was so i was like no her family literally had someone come over to bless the house
1: real real
2: they had somebody come over to bless the house and as far as i know she like hasn't had anything like that happen again um but i guess her mom had similar stuff growing up i don't really know like the details of that but her mom was saying that like when she was little like her and her friends played with like this ouija board and there was like this entity that she felt was like following her so her mom was convinced that it was like the same entity but like attached to and then yeah yeah, but like also that's the family that lived in the house when i experienced the majority of the weird things going on in the, the house i lived in that was haunted um. So, I just literally now made that connection in my head. <laughs> I was that like, was "It's Grandma June," and I'm like, mm, "Maybe."
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my god. But yeah, <laughs> the like, handprint thing would scare me oh, so. Oh my god! Man. So Damn.
2: there was this. i like, That's it. I'm out." Like I'm I'm we were literally in the pedicure room at like hair school like we were in the basement and she's telling me this and it's like low lights like very like spa like relaxing (laughs) and she showed me the bruise and I was like absolutely not and our like instructor down there was is, like, super religious, and she's like, girl, get the fuck away from me. Please don't let me out. Get out of here. I don't claim that energy. Go. Like, get the
0: fuck out of this room. <laughs> I feel like I need to go cleanse myself because I just heard that story. Thank
2: you! Like, I-, I got just, like, such a crazy sense of dread when she showed me that bruise, and you could fucking see, like, the finger marks. Like, it was oh, real. Ugh. But That's yeah, so as far as American I know nothing else has happened maddie if you somehow ever find this and listen to it and have any updates let me know um, Real, yeah
0: dude <laughs>
1: that is wild i did not expect it to be like
0: so real. you just
1: <laughs> yeah you
0: just beat all four of the other stories <laughs> <laughs> this is not even anything i made In
1: one fell swoop <laughs>
0: Where I was like, haha, watch this.
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah, oh, and then, then all boy. of my other like weird paranormal stories have more to do with like premonitions and
0: like dreaming things that happened. So that's like, the that you and I have in common.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Uh,
0: wow. Yeah. Man,
2: <laughs> that made me feel away. Yeah. Oh, same though. Like I, uh, that was crazy. I'm glad her and I were in school at the same time because like I was. I had to have been like 21 or 22 and like her and I didn't spend that much time together like she's a few years younger than me and stuff so like I would have never like known about any of that stuff unless I saw and I would never have believed it had I not no exactly like you know like I'm a skeptic I mean I believe stuff like like I said I feel like I grew up in a haunted house but like what the like that's just intense yeah yeah like she was like yeah we're having like a priest come out to like bless the house this weekend and i'm like no, i hope you don't make it angrier because
1: yeah <laughs> <For> real <laughs> i feel like that's like a real danger and that's like i've
2: seen enough exorcism movies to know no, literally, yeah.
1: they get pissed as fuck oh
2: so mad. Uh, yeah oh so, you know haunted houses possible demons <laughs> <laughs> you trauma. know the
1: vibes well I
2: give that a 5 out of 5
1: <laughs> yeah same here
2: thank oh. you for appreciating my family's trauma <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh. yeah
0: man yep well done crazy. crazy stuff well done Um, what are we watching next week
1: Uh, Halloween right
0: no that's the halloween episode
1: yeah this is coming out on the 27th
0: oh yeah this one is yeah isn't it A. yeah it is <laughs> It's my birthday episode. Yeah,
1: we literally <laughs> talked about this right. at the beginning.
0: I know, but
2: I forgot. Like, Meg has thing. lived wow. a thousand lives since then. Okay, I that's true.
1: She's was. been a crime scene cleaner. She's been a succubus. She's, I've She's a taken
2: care of her hand, foot, and booty. <laughs>
1: booty butt.
2: Booty butt. It's
0: been a lifetime of this. <laughs> um yeah so next time will be halloween on halloween and yeah are you guys doing the original yes. yes okay dope yep um yeah there'll be another guest it'll be fun and then we're going back to our regular regularly scheduled programming
2: and yeah. not doing halloween
0: themes Unless yeah. you guys really like the creepy story episode, and then maybe that can just be a little special fun thing you guys do often. That's true.
1: That's true. That's true. We Let could. Let us not feel like
0: it. Oh, I was thinking on the Instagram, I doubted there were going to be, like, visuals for today. So what if we just put a bunch of those, like, um, like, two-sentence scary stories?
2: Ooh, or, like – we-
1: Screenshots of like Reddit
0: posts.
1: Yes. Can we make them funny ones? Yes.
2: (laughs) You're like, I'm feeling touched by today's episode and I need levity. Yes. No, I'm still,
1: I'm still reeling from the, did you want to tell us that you gave him our address and then he came here and murdered us?
2: Yeah. Wait, can I Photoshop my cousin Maddie possessed by a demon? (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. We, we don't tell her about it and then we'll tag her in it and then she'll come look at it and be like what the fuck what
2: the no fuck? cause like she will immediately know <laughs> uh, she'll be like yeah real do you guys need
0: more <laughs> I tell you all the details <laughs> we need to have her on the podcast no
1: true a special
0: like,
2: I mean to be honest like I hope I got the, that like order of events correctly it was like 11 years ago yeah, or ten years ago, but like, yeah, I remember when she was like, yeah, Kaylin was like, no, like I woke up in the middle of the night and I looked in your room and I like saw a shadow. I was like, because uh, oh, uh, you know, siblings. You guys have siblings. You'd be like, okay, oh, scaredy cat. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, Eesh.
2: that was just very. Uh, I, don't know. I don't like it. Uh, Absolutely not. <sighs> Um, Hereditary Mariah's Family Edition. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, okay, I, so
0: everyone tell me happy birthday on the Instagram. No, okay.
1: Yeah, no, oh, that's yeah. That's what I was going to
0: say. It. Tell oh. me happy birthday. But also, if you want us to do this again or you have like suggestions of stories let us know. Ooh,
2: like submissions.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <gasps> Ooh, I like that idea.
1: If anything scary has ever happened to you, tell, tell us. us. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: um, it doesn't you even have-,
1: have to be ghosts. It can be anything and anything that was a situation in which if you you have had an episode of
0: I survived, <laughs> we oh, <yeah>. want to know.
2: <laughs> um, can you do polls as Instagram posts or only on stories?
3: I only on, only stories, on stories, I think.
2: Yeah, because I was going to say we should have people vote on what your guys' fans are called.
1: Oh, true. Yeah, true. I think it should be dead bitches. I, I think feel it like should that's
2: be dead too bitches, long, though. Like, it could just be bitches. It could just be bitches. <laughs>
1: no, because then how would you like? How would you distinguish? <laughs> because it's
0: capitalized. It's <laughs> well, the proper noun, bitches. That's what if true. it was bitches with a star as the I, like yeah. in the title?
1: Um so we're gonna keep workshopping, guys. <laughs>
3: <Nathan's
2: a nar>. <laughs> <Bitch>.
0: <laughs> we could just be Melanie Linsky's fan club. True, true. I'm done okay, with that. I, one. This might be another this one's for you for Melanie Linsky. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Linsky, this one's for you. <laughs> but seriously, we need to do that sweet home Alabama thing.
2: I wish. Yellow Jackets was a movie, so you guys could talk about it and have me on.
1: <laughs> Bro, I mean, we'll just do the whole show. Let's
2: just yeah. start a Yellow Jackets podcast. It's like, I've had some, off. I've had some, I'm
1: down, plans. I'm down as fuck. Mariah, Wait, I'm like
2: not kidding though, because I could do that. I can talk Wait. about Yellow Jackets forever. New, so podcast details of of have a spinoff show
0: lore coming? Reveal. To <laughs> More
1: lore reveal,
0: <laughs> Nathan and Mariah are gonna have. Their own podcast. Tim would also <laughs> be a guest
2: on that because I got him into Yellow Jackets, and him and I deep dive about things <laughs> and theories.
1: Uh, yeah, I lived on Reddit during <sighs> like the heyday of Yellow Jackets.
2: Uh, I love it. it. I happy. love those cannibal bitches.
1: Me too. <laughs> the <laughs> lesbian
2: <girl>. cannibal bitches. <laughs> True. <laughs>
1: uh, oh my gosh, we're at one forty-six. I know. Okay, guys. <laughs> Bye guys! Thanks
2: Yay. for having me. Oh yeah, thanks,
1: <laughs> Mariah. Do you want? Is there anything you want to plug?
2: Um, no.
1: <laughs> we okay. No. <think>
3: we'll.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, um, tell Megan, Nathan, how much you love me and want me back on the show. You'll exactly. be back. So the it's not a question. poetic about scream and final destination
0: and other fun things with y'all.
1: Exactly. It's
0: not a question. You'll be back.
1: It'll it'll happen. Excellent.
0: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, and credit where credit is due. If you ever see photos of me and you're like, damn, her hair color, thanks, Mariah. That's true. That is me. That, that, that Meg yeah. <laughs> gives me you. complete creative control. So yes. <laughs> I walk in and I'm like, you can do whatever you want. Like yeah. I I want some inches off. Other than that, go crazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she let's All me right, just be myself, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For me. <laughs>
0: Rate, review, subscribe, press the buttons, and we'll see you on Halloween. Happy birthday, Mariah. Happy Happy birthday.
1: birthday. Yeah, yeah.